Whether you like fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. You know the one with the turquoise tube all over your socials? Yeah, that's Thrive Cosmetics, and Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards, it's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I love their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlight stick made to brighten and open your eyes, giving an instant lift, but also you can... You can apply it down the bridge of your nose or ever so slightly blending a line onto my cheekbone. It's really versatile and easy to blend. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash Lexi. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash L-E-X-I-E for 20% off your first order. It was time for me to create a website. It was a long time coming. I have a ton of graphic design that I've made back in the day, thumbnails I've made for YouTube, YouTube videos, hosting gigs that I want to be able to show as a portfolio. So I made one on Squarespace and this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. It truly is such a user-friendly experience when it comes to making websites. If you have no idea where to start, they can make it look gorgeous for you. It's very user-friendly. But then if you also have a very specific vision, you're able to do that here as well. They also have email campaigns. You can easily collect all of your email subscribers on your site and then build connections and repeat business through regular email updates. You can introduce your brand to subscribers with welcome emails or announce an upcoming sale or send your top customers a discount code. There's built-in analytics that measure the impact of every send. Head to squarespace.com slash Lexi and save 10% off on your first purchase of a website or domain using code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Lexi Lombard. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. I love the sound of it. 2023. 2023. We're getting farther and farther away from 2020. Not far enough. Uh, I wrote down 2-3 in the date section of paperwork. 1 slash 1 slash 2-3. It felt so good. It, it looked right. I was like, that feels good. Yes, I've written it in my journal like 2023 goals, but not when you're like writing the date. And I was like, 1 slash 1 slash 2-3. That's fabulous. I was feeling it. I did not feel a fresh start come 2022. I'd be interested to listen to my old episodes, but I remember not feeling like 2021 had finished. I wasn't feeling the same new year excitement that I normally am. I love to set a goal. I love a fresh start. I love a Monday. I love a blank page. I love a timeline. I work really well with it because I don't see these things in my own head. So if there is a man-made creation of it, whether that be a calendar um, or just the general concept of time, I like when someone tells me, here's a great time to stop, reflect, do a reality check, and come up with a new plan moving forward if you don't love what you're doing right now. I liked that because... I need that. I think it's nice to regularly have a reality check. I like that we get to do that 
every seven days if we want. You can do it at any moment you want. I'm just saying that I like the guidelines because otherwise I would be l- truly lost in space if we didn't. I All these people that are like, time is a man-made contract. I'm like, yeah, for people like me, <laughs> I would be floating infinitely in confusion and daydreams if we didn't have this man-made structure. There's comfort in knowing that it is created, but I like that it's here. I like that I can look at a calendar. I I think that gives me a sense of ease. As much as I reject it and it's not natural for me, I find it helpful. And I'm a fan of New Year's solutions. I love that I was feeling the fresh start. Granted, I haven't started this year on the best foot. I've been a little bit of the shit version of myself. But I think it's important when goal setting to realize that whoever shows up here and now may be the shit version of yourself. A lot of times when we're making to-do lists, we're making plans, we're making goals, we're imagining this shining star best version of ourselves to be the one that shows up to do them when we know that that is not always who is here with us. I think there's value in making a plan. If the best version of yourself shows up, this is all you can get done, but bare minimum, if the shit version of yourself shows up, this is what she can do. For example, last night I was not feeling it, you know? Typically, I would do my full skincare routine, I plug my phone in in the living room, I make sure that my bed is made if it's not already so I can get into like some fresh sheets, I will turn off all the lights, get into new pajamas, and turn on my reading light and read until it's time to go to bed. No! I was in sweats that I'd already worn out of the house, and I hate, I hate outside clothes being in my bed. I can't stand it. Oh, it's like ugh, one of the few things that grosses me out. You know, when you're just like, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. That was me last night. Um, my bed was also in shambles because I sleep like a monster. I am so grateful when I wake up in the same position that I went to sleep with that there's no movement in the bed, but oftentimes everything is in piles or rolls. It's just, ugh. I wake up and I'm like, who who was here last night? What happened? And I've been having the worst dreams lately, which when I start having pockets of bad dreams, unsettling, stressful, scary, whatever, or just things that are not on like the positive uplifting exciting and or romantic oh i'm always on my best a game when i wake up from a romance dream oh my best self shows up talk about the one that's gonna complete the to-do list whenever i wake up and i'm like oh my god i fell in love last night that was gorgeous she shows up but we haven't been having that even today (laughs) i'm gonna be real shameful i slept in i overslept um the alarm went off and i was like i just need to close my eyes again and I am in my pajamas here today. I always put on an outfit. I don't always put on makeup or do my hair for the podcast because I know it's audio, but I do like to do my hair and makeup just to remind myself that the day has started and I am ready. Bare minimum, I put on an outfit. That didn't even happen today. So I'm still proud of myself because I have a clean face. There's no leftover makeup on it. My teeth are brushed my phone is charged, and I am here, okay? It's not the best version of myself, but I made it. And I need to remind myself that sometimes this is the version of myself that is here. I'm a little embarrassed of her, but we all have the shit version of ourselves, and I'm proud to say that throughout 
time since adolescence, early adulthood, the strip version of myself has gotten her act together more and more because, I mean, old me, I wouldn't even bat an eyelash if I slept in my makeup. That old version of myself would have been like, oh, congrats on only picking your face in the mirror for 45 minutes instead of an hour and 45 minutes. Like, that would be the the pride whereas now I couldn't tell you the last time I've really sat in front of the mirror and picked my face and that's like one of my big stress indicators so I'm glad that I've managed that for instance so there is steady slow progress happening year after year after year also I was incredibly motivated during that week that Christmas to New Year's week that everyone's like what is time what's happening no one's working I think because I work for myself and no one was doing anything and I don't mean no one was working I mean everyone was either in bed sleeping all day watching movies or they were out of town just nothing was happening there was not a single plan that I was missing out on there was no temptation around everyone was being grubby or they were out of town being grubby they were either in their house being grubby or they were in another house being grubby and i was like all of you are busy doing nothing this means there's no temptation around and i dove head first i was very productive and very efficient that week and i'm very proud of myself And I was moving in complete silence, which is something that I want to take with me this year. There's something really beautiful and powerful about moving in silence and not showing all of your cards. Now, I'm an open book, but there's a difference. You don't need to know everything, you know? I think there's something charming about getting to see the full picture. But if you're getting the full picture all the time, move in silence. Move in silence. What do I mean by this? This was brought up to me after sharing one of the days that I had during this week, this Christmas to New Year's lull. I shared my silly, stressful day with a friend, and after it was over, he was saying, oh my god, I I saw your Instagram stories. I had no idea that that's what was going on behind the scenes. Like, that makes me appreciate it even more. If you watched my Instagram stories last week, my handle's at Lexi, just like the name of this podcast. In one of those frames, it was a photo of books that had a link that said the worst books I read this year. And then the following day, I had the same photo of books with a link that said the best books I read this year. That was all you got. Outsider looking in, you got to see that I posted two videos. I had two videos back on YouTube ranking the worst books I read this year, ranking the best books I read this year. Now, let me tell you what was going on behind the scenes. I had gone to bed the night before I filmed these videos thinking, God, tomorrow we are going to have a lovely start. It is going to be a day. The day is not going to have us. We are going to have the day. We are taking this day and making it ours. I was going to sleep with a freshly deep cleaned apartment. Everything was scrubbed, vacuumed, looking perfect. I'd even rearranged the coffee table, had fresh flowers. It was looking fabulous. And I go to sleep after reading. I, it was the best version of myself that had showed up that evening. And I woke up in the morning from this horrible dream. And I sit up and I physically shake myself off and I'm like, Ugh. I did not love what just happened. Sometimes if it's a really intense dream, it might take me like the first portion of the day to really shake it off. That's something I would love to learn. I have a really hard time if I have an intense dream shaking it off. But I knew my plan. I knew my plan. I was like, no, no. 
look up to the sky. I'm like, no, mm -mm. no, we are going to continue this day. We have a plan. And I start to notice that I have a headache clustering in between my nose and my right eye and my eyebrow. And I'm just like, that's fine. You know what? We're not going to wait it out. We're going to take some Excedrin. We're going to kick this thing in the butt right now. No. Bad dream. Sorry about it. We're moving on. Headache. Sorry about it. We are fixing you right now. Okay, that's fine. I'm going to make some green juice. I have some greens powder. That's one of the little changes I'm making this year. I'm going to have that every morning. So I got myself some water. I scooped the greens powder in. Mix, mix, mix. Poured into a wine glass okay a stemless wine glass but a wine glass to indulge make the experience a little bit more luxurious i have the glass in the crook of my arm which is stupid i'll admit it and i go over to the corner of the living room where i have my cell phone plugged in and i'm gonna go check notifications and emails before i set up my camera and i get started on the video i'm walking over with this green juice in the crook of my arm spills all over my chest it just, whoosh, everywhere. <laughs> Rip off my shirt. I'm running it under the sink, putting soap on it. It all comes out. That's fine. That's fine. Okay? We can dry it. I can wear a new top. It's fine. Okay? The stain came out. We have more greens powder. We can make another. So I go over to my phone, and it's not turning on. I'm like, oh, did I not charge my phone last night? Come on. And I look, and it's plugged in. So I'm like, okay, it's just dead. That's fine. We'll just unplug it, turn it back on. I'm doing the typical turn it back on. It's not. I do a quick Google search. There's a new way of turning it on, like a new reset. It's not working. So I go downstairs because some of my friends live right below me and I knock, knock, knock on the door. My friend answers. And I'm like, it's either my charger that's the problem or my phone that's the problem. Can I try yours? So we plug her phone into my charger. It works. I plug my phone into her charger, nothing. <laughs> nope. Nope. I'm trying so hard. I keep looking up to the sky and I'm like, nope. You are not going to do this. I see you testing me. I understand what's happening. And I'm going to prove to you that I can move past this. So I do a quick Google search of where the nearest Verizon store is. Thankfully, it's in driving distance where I wouldn't need a map. I know my neighborhood well enough. I take myself and my little phone over to Verizon. There's no one in the store, just one employee. I don't have to wait in the line. I'm grateful. I go up to her. I'm like, hey, I'm a modern woman, but I don't know how to get my phone on. She giggles, takes my phone, tries all these different things. She holds it in, in the palms of her hands. And looks at me. And she goes... It passed away. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, can it do that? She's like, it can sometimes. How old is it? I was like, I got it in 2017. She's like, yeah, sometimes that happens. I was like, not my, not my phone passing away. <laughs> what, my phone died in her sleep? Come on. This is unreal. This is unreal. She's like, would you like to get a new one? I said, I have to be honest. I don't have time. I have work to do, but I live in the neighborhood. What time do you guys close? I was like, I'll come back at four and we can do this. <laughs> so I go home and I stack the books that I ranked the worst this year. 
and I set up my tripod and my camera and I record the worst books that I read this year and I import that footage and I edit it and I make a thumbnail and I post it on YouTube. Boom, one is done. I got in the zone, hyper-focus, was at an all-time high. Then I stack up the best books that I read this year and I put that camera back on the tripod and I record the best books that I read this year. And I import that footage and I take my laptop to the Verizon store and I say, okay, start the transfer. Let's get the new phone. Let's get the backup going. Because she said it could take several hours. I edit that second video, make the thumbnail, get it uploaded to YouTube, post it the next morning, done. Get myself some dinner, make my way home, change, shake the day off, go meet my friend for some drinks, and then we go out that night. I did it. I did it. And no one had to know. No one had to be there. I moved in silence. All anyone on the outside saw was that I posted the worst books that I read this year, and the next day, I posted the best books that I read this year, which I highly recommend watching. They're cute videos. I'm opinionated on them. I like the discourse and the comments. It's fun. It's really interesting seeing some of my least favorite books being some of my audience members' favorite books, or vice versa, some of my favorites being like, oh, you like this book? This book is horrible. It's so traumatic. It's, it's a tragedy. I love that we're all different. I love that. Anyway, and then I also love the people who are like, oh my god, I have the same taste as you. I think you'll love this book. That's also fabulous. I digress. The energy of moving in silence where no one needs to know all of the details that went into you getting something done. You just show up. You just show up. Move in silence. Move in silence. I want to take that with me into the new year. Now, last year... Because I didn't feel this high energy force that I often feel coming into the new year and knowing that I just finished one of the hardest years of my life, I went into last year wanting to heal. I am a little bit of a drama queen, but I definitely will be having a horrible day and then wash my hair, style it, and then think, okay, everything's actually all right. (laughs) And one of the best products I've tried recently is Waze New Hair Gloss. It takes five minutes. It's an easy addition to your routine. You do it in the shower. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water. Not only does the hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhance color vibrancy, so your hair is looking and feeling healthier. It also helps prevent heat damage up to 450 degrees, which is very important to me. And then it's honestly just a bonus that my hair looks shinier and healthier. The hair gloss is only one of the amazing products that Way makes. They have an amazing leave-in conditioner, a great detox shampoo, some lovely fragrances, and a hair oil. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use promo code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com with promo code Lexi. If you're looking for a way to unwind and a fun new beverage, let me tell you about Recess Mood. It's made with real fruit, no added sugar, and infused with functional ingredients so it's not just a sparkling water. It has mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. My favorite flavor is the strawberry rose. Raspberry lemon's also really great. It's nice for when you're chilling on the couch, unwinding at home, treating yourself for a night in. I also don't mind taking them in the car with me. I love a little car roadie. And you deserve a healthier way to unwind. So head to takearecess.com slash Lexi and get 15% off Recess Mood. 
your go-to alcohol replacement. You ever want to tap into something a little fun? A fun pair of shoes that are also quite functional? That's a cowboy boot. And get a pair of Tacovas to help. Tacovas is the real deal. They're a really amazing brand. Their boots have this time-honored tradition and take over 200 steps to create. They're designed in Austin, tested in Texas, and made down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. They're also fun. They believe in Western for all. So when you go into a Tacova store, you're greeted like family, offered a boot shine, and a drink. Even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that makes your boots feel truly one of a kind. So look up your closest store on tacovas.com. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Tacova said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free in any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas. Just use code LEXI at checkout. That's L-E-X-I-E. At checkout and add free logo hat to your order. And that's only at tacovas.com. Point your toes west. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. You can sell your products on an online store or create custom merch easily to create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Design your products and production inventory and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. Use their analytical insights to grow your business. Learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com Lexi to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com L-E-X-I-E. That was the big goal. Rest, relax, be present. There's no rush. You're not going to have any intensity that you're putting on yourself. You don't need that this year. You've had so much intensity in your life, especially compacted in the past year. Just take this year slowly. Okay, those are the key themes. Heal, move slowly, rest, relax, be present in the moment. There's no rush. Come this year, I want focus, okay? I don't need to increase my speed necessarily. I don't need to go full speed ahead. I just want to take a look at all of the scattered, large ideas I have, narrow it down into a path, and focus. Now, as a little ADHD girly, that is something I often struggle with. I'm either in hyper-focus or I'm all over the place, simply all over the place. So it's going to be a lesson, and I'm excited for it. I was reflecting on that last night about how how far I've come with my ADHD because I was diagnosed sometime in middle school secretly by a teacher. Have I talked about that? To this day, I'm like, that has to be illegal in some sort. Why was I not? I guess because I wasn't an adult, I didn't have consent. That seems, seems incorrect. Yeah, I was like pulled into the guidance counselor. They told me that... They were testing whether or not I was actually supposed to be in the honors classes. And I'm like, what do you mean? I've been in the honors classes since fourth grade or whatever. We're called. They called them like GT or something. And I was like, what are you, what are you, what's going on? My grades are fine. What? What? And I had to take these tests. And it was secretly an attention deficit disorder test. And then my parents had a meeting with my English teacher. And she's like, yeah, we had Lexi tested. 
and I think she should be on medicine. And my parents are like, no, we're not going to put on her medicine. Well, they did. <laughs> I don't, you know, I'm not upset with my parents. It's fine. But I was on medication from, I think, seventh grade up until senior year of high school. And then I've been mostly off, but a little bit on it since I was 18. 26 now. Wow, that's crazy that I was 18 almost 10 years ago. Wow, that's really, really nuts to think. Wait, that's almost unsettling. Ooh, all right. They don't feel that different in a lot of ways. It all happened very slowly, very gradually. The next thing you know, God, this is really going to happen when we're in our 60s and 70s. Because you know that people in their 60s don't feel like they're old. If you feel old, you feel old when you're... I, I know people that felt old when they were 17. They were grumpy by the age of 15. I know those people. That's not an age thing. That's a them thing. So I know the people like me are going to be 70 looking in the mirror like, whoa, when did we get old? When, when did we start looking like this? Because I certainly don't feel like this. I know that's going to be my story. God willing, I make it. But, ooh, don't like thinking about that. <laughs> it being that long ago anyway because I was going to give myself a lot of credit for all the time but it's like it's been eight years you know but it's I'm proud of myself and I'm not on any medication and I'm so much more organized and so much more disciplined year after year than I ever have been the previous year each year I move forward in that aspect and it's not easy it's so against my nature I still have glimmers, I mean, even last night and kind of this morning where I'm a scatterbrain, I'm, I'm a mess, and I'm not using the systems that I have put in place. Similar to the focus, I want to have more systems this year, like more routines or systems or pathways that I can follow to catch me when I'm a little lost. You know, if I don't have the energy to carve the pathway day in and day out, just have it already there so I can walk it and it's effortless and it requires no energy. Even though I'm not where I wanna be, I do wanna take a moment to say that I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of myself for how far I've come. I'm also proud of myself for really maintaining a fitness routine for the past almost two years, nearly, because I've been desiring that since I was 18 because I grew up playing sports, literally was in mommy and me classes for gymnastics when I was 18 months old. So I've been, moving my little body since nearly day one and I miss that so much once leaving high school. It's just a little bit more of an effort to try to figure out sports and workout classes and routines that you like because you don't have a coach giving you practice times and drills and exercises and you don't have games to play. Once I started working out with Jane K. Simmons, oh my god, no, she's married now! Okay, Jane Simmons is now Jane Vandervoort. Oh, she got married last year. I'm so happy for her. Started working out with her shortly after my mom passed, and I was doing powerlifting. I was doing heavy weights, and that was so good for me. That was so good for me. And I also really got into running towards the end of 2021, around like September. I got into more long distance running, where even during the pandemic, I'd run a mile sometimes too but this is the time that I started running three four five six miles and ended up training for a half marathon this past May so that was lovely I was doing Nike guided runs I've hurt my knee so I'm not really doing that right now even though I love it I really have enjoyed the guided runs and I, I miss working out with Jane she's just New York based and now I live in LA 
between working with her and running, uh, my body was thanking me in a hundred different ways. And this past year, I've kind of replaced the powerlifting and the running. I started taking Barry's boot camp classes, and then I found out about these mega reformer Pilates classes, and I'm taking those about three times a week now, and I love it. I kind of miss a little bit more of cardio, though. I just can't run right now. Even it just it I'm not ready. My body doesn't want that. So even though my brain wants it, I have to listen to it. So I'm thinking about going on walks. My issue, this is me not moving in silence, but it's like I'm not a morning person. Okay, so I'm not really up and out oftentimes in the morning. And then by the time I am, you know, I'm an afternoon evening girl. It's dark and I don't want to go on a walk in Los Angeles in the dark. No, thank you. No, thank you. I don't like doing that. So now that we've already passed winter solstice and it's only going to get lighter, I think walking is going to be back in the routine. But I'm proud of myself for growing a slow and steady fitness routine. I'm proud of myself for building a slow and sustainable ADHD habit. I love how much I read. I love how much I journal. I'm constantly hydrated. I'm always drinking water. Even though I do have a bone to pick with the water industry, it's so hard to find water that quenches my thirst these days. What? Where do we drink water that quenches our thirst? Where? Because I have a Brita filter and it's working, you know, like it says it's correct. And I swear it doesn't do anything. I, ever since I moved to LA, I drink water all the time and I'm always thirsty. I'm always thirsty. And I feel nuts saying that. It's a weird thing that I think about all the time. Like, what's going on with water? And ironically enough, I was in Paris and I made a TikTok about how difficult it was to find water. And then when they do give you water, it's such small portions. And then it went not viral, but quasi. And then I had several stitches of people explaining that the water in France, it's it has the correct, I don't know, minerals, something along the lines of that. So you don't need very much for it to quench your thirst. But in America, we've taken all that out. And I was so gratified by that information because one of my best friends and I talk about that all the time. We're like, the water keeps us thirsty here. I feel so not saying that, but I'm so serious. This conversation is making me thirsty. I need to take a sip of my water. So I'm proud of myself for all those things. Proud of myself for my diligent skincare routine. I have a great wax routine. Um, (laughs) Not that that's like nothing to be necessarily proud of, but it's a routine I have. Um, I have a great nail routine. I constantly have a nice, clean set of nails, things I need to work on. The big money ticket, I need to focus on my sleep. I have horrible sleep right now. At this point, it's been so long, I can't remember the last time I had really good sleep. Um, My sleep hygiene is really bad, um, which I Uh, Someone thought I was making up that term, and by that someone, I mean my 12-year-old cousin. And I was like, no, Jack, look it up. He's like, oh, yeah, sleep hygiene, that's a thing. He's so cute. Anyway, but for those who don't know, sleep hygiene is a behavioral and environmental practice. Sleep hygiene includes establishing a regular sleep schedule, using naps with care, not exercising physically or mentally too close to bedtime, limiting stress and worry, limiting exposure to light in the hours before sleep, getting out of bed if sleep does not come, not using the bed for anything but sleep and sex, avoiding alcohol, nicotine, caffeine. I think the big ones are not using your bed for anything but sleep and sex, not working in your bed, um, 
not hanging out in your bed too often. And <laughs> it's so hard because it's one of my favorite indulgences. If you follow me on TikTok, you know I talk about it all the time. I love hanging out in my bed, especially in the wintertime. It's the inner hibernation. It's innate. It's nature. Which, sure, it's all nice and all, except for when it comes bedtime and it takes me forever to fall asleep. Yeah, so that's that I have to make a priority. Also, I want to make my PCOS a priority. God, the more people that I follow, the more I find out these women also have PCOS. There must be at least six or seven girls that I follow online, not for PCOS, just girls that I follow online because I like them that have come out saying that they're working on their PCOS. And I was diagnosed probably back in 20, maybe 2018. I'd never heard of it before. I'd never heard of anyone with it before. I thought I had it because my mom was diabetic. PCOS has a lot to do with insulin resistance. And if you know anything about diabetes, that you're also insulin resistant and your pancreas isn't either, what is it? Oh my God, now that my mom, I used to talk about diabetes all the time because my mom had it. Um, and she had it forever. Ugh, I wish she could have been on this podcast, my God. Not to talk about diabetes, but just whatever. She had my dad on it. He was just in, in California too, but it was the holiday time and the studio was closed and whatever, I don't need to, I digress, I digress. I want to get my PCOS under control because I eat, eh, do I eat the standard American diet? Probably. My eating habits could be cleaned up a little bit. I'm always so afraid of developing an eating disorder because it's just so common. So the idea of dieting worries me. So I'd like to either meet with a nutritionist, a PCOS specialist. I want to put a little bit more effort into that just because I think it would lead me to have more energy, less fatigue. And ultimately, long term, I think it would set me up for success because I don't want to head towards a path of diabetes or making it worse. There's other symptoms that can happen with PCOS as well, like issues with hair loss or hair growth in places that they don't want or cystic acne. I feel very fortunate to have not experienced any of those, but I would like to keep it that way, you know? So sleep, PCOS, moving in silence, focusing, and then I have, you know, some other more shallow goals that are a little bit more specific. I want to fly first class never done that before. I want to find a better coffee shop. Okay, I leaned a little too heavily on the Starbucks last year. I came for the cold foam. I stayed for the mobile orders. It's so convenient. I don't even love Starbucks coffee. To be honest, I don't even know if I like it, but it's so convenient. And now I'm kind of sick of the cold foam. So there's got to be another coffee shop that allows for mobile ordering. I also want to become a regular at an LA restaurant. Need to go on a ski trip this year. That's on every year's list. If I don't go skiing in the year, I, I'm bummed because it is one of my favorite activities. <sighs> and then some career ones, but you know, as I said, moving in silence, so you'll just see when you see. Let's see what else is going on in my life. Can you believe my phone passed away? Also, my last phone commits suicide. My last phone jumped out of my hoodie. She fell. It was an accident. In 2017, I lived in New York City. I was on the seventh floor of the building. It was the roof. I had my phone in the, like, kangaroo pouch pocket of the hoodie. 
and I was getting on the roof, climbing up, slid out. Was it a suicide? Was it an accident? I'll never know. Falls down seven floors. I hear it land, brutally, in the neighbor's side yard. So the next building over, I run down all the stairs. I knock on the next door neighbor's building and I'm like, hi, I believe my phone is in the yard of your building. She leaves. (laughs) She comes back holding my phone by her thumb and her index finger, like hanging it. Like it's a disgusting piece of garbage. And I look at my phone and it's shattered on both sides and kind of bending. (laughs) It's a little bit bent in the middle. And she says, is this it? Grab it shamefully and I take it to the Union Square Best Buy. And I show it to the employee and he goes, this thing is fucked. (laughs) I, 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 (laughs) this thing is fucked. It passed away. Come on. Come on. Those are my last two phones. But I will say, one making it from 2017 to 2023 nearly end of 2017 so we'll say like maybe top of 2018 either way made it a long time four years four uh, four plus years for a phone good life may they rest in peace also shout out to wildflower for the new cases they were quick i updated my phone i had two cases at my door in a day or two so i have the new point one which has ballet shoes on it. And then I have another sleigh case, which is so funny. It's a sleigh all over it. It's really, it's a silly one. I have the ballet one on it right now, if I didn't just say that. I would love, 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 love to know your resolutions. I'd love to hear about them. Another thing I'm expecting for this year is to be back on YouTube. I took a little break, took some time to rest, but now I'm back. Make sure to go watch my book videos. I have another video that I've recorded that has my favorites in terms of beauty and skincare and makeup and that will be going up because I know not everyone is just into books and I have a new planner that I got for this year. There's just a ton of fun things but I'm gonna keep this episode short and sweet. Hit me up on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube and I will talk to you all very very soon. Thanks for listening. XOXO. Lexi.